This is the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. I'm Susie Collick, the founder of Pretty Deadly Self-Defense. And I'm Kate Lismer, a writer, traveler, mother, and expat. As a woman who lives in a big city and likes to travel, I'm very curious about self-defense. I've never had any training, so I have a lot of questions. And I have a lot of answers. We figured you probably have similar questions too. And so we thought it'd be a great idea to share this conversation and put it in a podcast. So welcome to the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. We've talked in the past about learning how to trust yourself. And I wonder if you could speak to the importance of having self-confidence in self-defense, but also learning self-confidence through the practice. I think when we talk about self-confidence, we have a tendency to think of it almost well, we think of it often as only a, a, an emotional or a mental thing, which it is. But for me, I think it's also having a confidence in your body, being able to to keep yourself safe. And I don't mean necessarily in physically aggressive situations, defending from an attacker or something. I also mean just like, you know, not bumping into stuff on the sidewalk or not, you know, breaking your face every time you trip. Mm -hmm. Because we do that too. And and these are also forms of self-defense. And I think when we break it down to these sort of smaller everyday examples, it helps build our confidence towards a greater confidence in the realm of self-defense, but in life in general. You know, like when I... When I turned 50, I really felt like, fuck you, universe. You tried to kill me, and I made it this far. Like, now I can die because, you know, it's like if you die before 50, oh, she's so young. But after 50, it's like a little young, but, you know, (laughs) she obviously lived a full life. People just aren't as sad if you die after 50. So, but, you know, it's as, as you get older, you start to appreciate that it 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 actually hasn't been that easy to stay alive. And I don't mean because you're someone who's been putting yourself into physically dangerous situations. It's just you start to understand also your limits in the sense of illness, you know, or just how fragile our lives can be at times. I mean, we're 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 both so strong and so fragile at the same time. And as humans, we, we've invented a lot of ways to kill ourselves. And I don't mean, again, by things, obvious things like guns and missiles and assassination drones and all that stuff. I mean by cars or planes that fall out of the sky or, or the weird things we do for recreation like bungee jumping, you know, or falling out of the sky from a plane, <laughs> you know, like we've. Yeah, we've, I mean, we've kind of created a world where we believe that we're safe because we're living in a certain form of civilization that we're told is meant to keep us safe. But a lot of the aspects of this situation are not so, uh, civilization are not so safe. So learning how good of a job you are doing already at keeping yourself alive and functional. And yeah, maybe you're not the head of a, Fortune 500 company, or maybe you're not in a healthy relationship and producing beautiful babies or whatever your desires are in life. Maybe you haven't reached those yet, but you're doing a pretty good job. 
mm-hmm. just sticking around. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is kind of a basis of self of self-confidence. I think self-defense helps us kind of get down to that nitty-gritty. You know, in in the way that we're introducing self-defense in Pretty Deadly of these movements that you use every day and also using these examples of everyday self-defense. You know, we we learn not to pet growling dogs. Mm-hmm. That's self-defense. You know, we recognize when something is not friendly so we don't approach it. We can always override those things. And we do because we're human and we're fallible and we love to make problems for ourselves for some reason. But nonetheless, it makes life interesting, I guess. But nonetheless, we have really full self-defense systems and we're doing really great jobs. And I think when we when we really kind of internalize this information, it sows a different kind of self-confidence inside of ourselves that can grow into a fuller confidence to apply to every other part of our lives, not only the physical Mm -hmm. defense part. Yeah. You said something that's just so powerful. And I think because of this like complex society we live in, we're always not just looking for external validations, but really complicated forms of validation. And I just love this idea that, um, being able to protect ourselves and staying alive and, you know, survival is in and of itself, like an accomplishment. And it means, you know, it's not just in this like existential way of like, you know, we're, you know, we're alive and and that's enough, but like, it's true. Like we are here and we've, we, we've lived and just being here in a way that we can, you know, just appreciate that as like fundamental in, in, trusting ourselves and trusting our lives and um, using that as the formation of how we move on instead of, you know, just constantly feeling like I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy. You know, these kind of feelings that we kind of everyone sort of produces on this mass level. And it's like being able to feel this fundamental appreciation for ourselves and our lives is really important. Yeah. Just stepping things back to the basics, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, as as functioning adults and even teenagers, I mean, I don't know at what point in our evolution we forget stuff, you know, where that begins. But the fact that, you know, you didn't always know how to use a knife and fork to feed yourself. And as an adult, you didn't even know how to feed yourself, meaning you didn't know where to get food. You learned that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are successfully grocery shopping, whatever that looks like for you, I just mean going to a grocery store and getting some food and taking it home. Even if it's cookies. Even yeah. if it's cookies. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the fact is, is that you know how to do this. And I think one of the things outside of the self-defense context that has made me very appreciative of this is having immigrated to two countries now away from my home country where I haven't been fluent in the language when I arrived and I didn't understand the local culture and I didn't know where stuff is. And I think when we stay in our home countries and in our home cultures, and I I can only speak about this from an American viewpoint, um, we take a lot of things for granted. You know, like if you move, if you grew up in Chicago and you move to San Francisco and you get a new apartment, where do you get your furniture? Well, Ikea, Target. You know that, mm-hmm. you know, and you you just have to ask somebody where it is. Or, of course, you know, you can look it up on the Internet as well. But you know where to get stuff. When I moved to Paris, 
it was really, really hot. And I needed a fan in my apartment. I, like, where? If you've right. ever been to Paris and you've walked around, have you ever seen a hardware store? Or have you ever seen a home improvement store? No. Right. Like, all you see are bakeries and cafes. That's it. You're like, where the hell do people get this stuff from? But you, you have to ask. You have to find out, mm -hmm. you know? And the fact that you can build a life in some other country without knowing the language, without knowing the culture, and even if it's a cobbled together kind of existence for the moment until you, until you integrate more, that's a pretty big accomplishment. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's helped me focus on this when I'm working with people within Pretty Deadly. You know, it's these accomplishments are a lot bigger than we think. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and I think that this, yeah, this is where self-confidence can come from. As opposed to, I have to learn how to love myself. Right. That's hard. That's hard to <laughs> That's do. Really hard. You know, but you can start with the easy things. Hey, I know where to buy light bulbs. Yeah. Good for you. Because not everybody does. <laughs> yeah. But also just, yeah, like taking into account all of the, the skills that we learn and the ways that we've learned to protect ourselves and, and love ourselves in a mm -hmm. really innate, natural sort of like fundamental way you know? right right yeah i mean i think and again going through the body to reach a level of self-defense in this way of self-confidence rather in this way through self-defense to me is is in a way it's a little bit of a shortcut you know it, it's like oh you've been putting your hair again i'm going to use this because it's such an easy example but Oh, you've been putting your hair behind your ears. Did you know it's also a self-defense move? Mm -hmm. No. Oh, no, I didn't. What do you know? I'm more powerful than I realized. Right. Yeah, that's really cool. And I, well, I, I just love this idea of being, um, yeah, really honoring ourselves and getting, yeah, just getting back to this basic feeling of, of trust that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. You'll take care of yourself. You know, I mean, you will, you, you, we all have minds that sometimes tell us wacky stuff, you know, and I think the way that we're evolving in societies in general, we're learning not to always trust those thoughts, but when it comes to larger situations, we do a pretty good job, you know, and we, we work hard at taking care of ourselves. Pretty Deadly Self-Defense is a self-defense program developed by 20-year martial arts veteran and violent crime survivor, Susie Collett. Based in Berlin, Germany, you can also find Pretty Deadly in a growing number of cities around the world through the Pretty Deadly website or the Pretty Deadly app. Learn more about Susie and the Pretty Deadly community at prettydeadlyselfdefense.com.